Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. All right. And so, take two here. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> Technical difficulties on our side, so uh, we'll pick it up as we get along, though. Um, week two is in the books. Week three is on the horizon. We are going to get into all of the nitty-gritty with all of that. Uh, but we will kick things off recapping week two get into some nfl week three news talk some power rankings make some game picks and move right on along so let's start with the week two recap um we're not going to go in chronological order because this is take two uh, <laughs> we mm-hmm. are going to talk about uh let's start with the most interesting game uh and possibly a changing of the tide for for, for baltimore here Kansas City at Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore sneaks out with the one point win, thirty five, thirty six, uh, and Lamar gets that that little Kansas City monkey off his back. Oh gosh, <laughs> oh, this this narrative is just so irritating. You know, it's it's not even a stat to me. I'm sorry, yeah. even hearing it, like you know, Patrick Mahomes never lost in September. Didn't even know that. Didn't even know that was a thing. Now that y'all made it a thing, now it's a thing. Well, that's all they've been talking you know, about this season. And I'm, that he hasn't lost. Why didn't talk about it last week, like last year, like that? I mean, it was a footnote. Well, he, because because he because I think last year he finally got to ten and zero. This year he started off at eleven and zero, so that's where it came from. Uh, but I mean, it was it was a ridiculous stat, n- nonetheless. Yeah. I, I just knew that that was going to be the main narrative. I think it's the other thing is that he was trying to—they were trying to compare it to uh, Bill Belichick, I guess, with mm. his September record, where they always lose in September. You know, when it comes to championships in September, you just—you know—it's don't even go in. Clearly, the same. doesn't equate. You know, and yet they're trying to. Yeah, that's why I'm like, this is so stupid, and and they're running with it like, oh my god, I knew it's, it's we where get we're at. This is where we are in week two. Like, why the hell are they even playing in week two? You know, yeah, seriously. I didn't like that, but it's it's yeah, good game. Yeah, blah blah blah. You know, you you yeah. You know, I I don't want to do all the pageantry. Yes, I'm coming from a Chiefs perspective, and <laughs> I watched the game, and I like, yes, they lost the game. I get that, but it, it's just one of these. Come on, they're, they're look. They're two of the top five, four, you know, t- top five, top six teams in the league, yeah. arguably. And here it is: we got a clash of the titans type of game, um, a game in which Kansas City basically let it go, let it slip yeah. away. Uh, Baltimore was right there to snatch it and keep it in their hands, and they they walked out of there, you know, escaped with a victory at home. Um, great game. On both sides, the stuff to be, you know, it was sloppy play on both ends. Why? Because there's two very good teams, two very good defenses, two very good offenses, and they, they ran very differently. But, you know, it's – and I'm just overgeneralizing because it's just, just for what it was. I mean, it was a good game. But, yeah, um, yeah I'm disappointed. Game. I'm completely disappointed. You know, <laughs> it just, you know, okay, they – oh, they lucked up and got the turnover that they needed at the very end. And, you know – Kansas City did not defensively close out in the fourth quarter like they should have. And, and I, I will say this. this: this is the only only criticism I have of Kansas City, and it's 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 honestly concerning based off of what we were talking about earlier. Um, in in regards to the only thing that we thought Kansas City had a real issue with is is defending the deep pass, mm-hmm. but they have a a true with Frank Clark gone. They have a real big hole up front where the D line can really, really get stretched out. Because again, Chris Jones, he's just got moved to D end. He's he's usually as a D tackle, and man, did Lamar Jackson exploit that? Mm-hmm. The fact that he he's adjusting, he still doesn't really know how to read the run the way that you should as a defensive end. So that really caught him off guard, and he could not really catch up. I'm not worried about it per se, in the fact that I don't think Chris Jones can begin to understand that a bit more and, and make those reads a lot quicker and be able to come downhill and, and make those plays. Not worried about that. I'm worried about inside in the middle though. They can get gashed and it, we're going to see it again when they finally play Tennessee to see how they play against a guy like Derrick Henry. But that is one of the things that concerns me is Kansas city's rush defense. Cause I thought that, that was going to be good enough to help mask. I mean, cause obviously their pass rush is good enough to help mask the, the, the inefficiencies that they have at, at corner uh, and, and at safety. Right. 
Um, but if you're able to get consistently ran on, and then you got guys being able to go over the top of you where you're letting Hollywood Brown have a free free touchdown in the, in the second half, that's because you were so committed on trying to get the run and that you guys completely forgot Hollywood Brown is a person out there. Right. Like that that is a concern for me. So, but again, this is September. They have time to continue to, to readjust their game plan on the defensive end, retool some guys, fit some guys into the positions that they should. So I'm not worried about about them being able to get it done by the end of the season. It's just going to be something that I'm watching from Kansas City from now on is to see how they continuously are adjusting their defense to attack the run game and to help mask their 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 defensive back situation. Um, for the, everybody saying that this defense isn't going to allow them to win a Super Bowl, I'm sorry, this defense already has won a Super Bowl, so... Exactly. Let's relax. And, <laughs> and, right. And they, they've been one of those middle of the road, you know, yeah. top 13, 14 type. Yeah. You know, and that, that's just where they are. They're, maybe it's a couple of more pigs right now, but that's when it's week two. Right. Now, as long as they don't drop to a worse than 20 defense, I'm not worried. Right. And, and it's not like, yeah, it's not like this was a 36-10 game or something, yeah. you know, where it was just like. They yeah, were in was, it every step of the way. They I mean, they, they <clears throat> I mean, they led. They they gave up just twelve points in, in the in the fourth quarter that, that that really got them. So that's yeah, exactly. That's the just, biggest concern though is just them being able collapse. to defend the run. But you're also defending the run against a team that is honestly the hardest to defend the run against because it's not just running backs; it's also the quarterback that you have to account for. And Tyson Williams was not a horrible running back uh, to, uh, during this game either. No, um, no. But I will say Lamar Jackson, his stat line was fantastic, and and this is the kind of stat line that you have to have minus the interceptions, to be able to win against Kansas City. 18 for 26, 239 yards, one touchdown uh, passing. But then rushing-wise, 16 carries, 107 yards, three touchdowns. That's what you need. Obviously, you need to eliminate the two interceptions. You need to eliminate the fumbles. Ball security, like I said last week, is also showed itself again this game for, for Baltimore. So they really need to, to crack down on that. But you do get some uh, kind of uplifting, some some things, some something that got shed a light on oh, was their defense being able to step up in the fourth quarter and completely shut down Kansas City in the fourth quarter. That was something that was was a shock to me. Whenever Kansas City got the ball in the fourth quarter, I was like, okay, here they go. They're going to be up forty-two now. Like that, that, that's what I kept saying. I was like, okay, now now because they they never had the ball. They had three possessions, I think, in the fourth quarter. And obviously, the last one ended how that ended. We don't have to get into that for your feelings. Um, <laughs> but, but the other two is just where it was just like, okay, he hasn't had the ball. Okay, that first one, the, the, he hadn't had the ball in like, I think it was like eight minutes or something like that, like mm -hmm. real-time minutes. So it was just like, okay, he's just been sitting there. Pat Mahomes is going to get going, kind of fizzled out. Same thing on the next drive. It was just, Wow. You know, and I mean, credit to Baltimore's defense and, yeah. and, and being that this is going to be the reason as to what the issue, part of the, the other part of this issue was. And I was really stifling this Kansas City all, um, offensive run game. They just should, the run was, wasn't there. There wasn't a balanced attack. And I mean, granted, usually on, on the arm of Patrick Mahomes, there's more than enough. Yeah. And, yeah, they were uh, unfortunately a fumble said otherwise <laughs> down the stretch of the game, which uh, turned the tides. But he almost pulled it out. Yeah. But when I'm looking at you know <clears throat> 13 for 46 out of um, Ceh, and then the next running back is three for negative two. Yeah, it's a tough night. It's just, just yeah, it's just no. There was no really no run run support, uh, which really you know there there's no pass action. You know, no, it's not pass action. Play action play. <laughs> No play action, really. But, I mean, do you really even need a play action with Patrick Mahomes? But the point being is, in these moments when their offense isn't clicking and moving the way it needs to, what what is the what is the plan B? And, I mean, that, that this is where that run game has to be able to, you know, one, sustain drives. Yeah. Um, put, you know, um, keep the clock running. But the other component, CEH, is ball security. You yeah. know, um, you hold on to that damn ball. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> You don't fumble, we win the game. It's just, I mean, I get like there's a series of things that come to, to cause the game, yeah. but okay, with all of that being said, with all those steps and and nuances, that play there, 
that decided what was where the game was going at the very yeah, end. Yeah, because I didn't wait until the end of the game to text you what I did. Right. <laughs> I went, when, when he fumbled, that's what I sent. I, was, I just said, wow. I, I, there is no other words for that. Um, but to your to your point about uh, Baltimore's defense, I they their game plan on how to how to bracket Tyreek Hill and then effectively say, all right, Travis Kelsey, you go beat us in the pass game, which he clearly did. Reason why I lost in the fantasy fantasy world was not Tyreek Hill, it was Travis Kelsey. I was going against both of them last week, and that did not go well for me. I lost by 10 points. Uh, but though that that whole plan there to to take tra- uh, uh, Tyreek Hill out of the game, it, in effect, worked. I mean, as much as you possibly can for Tyreek Hill. It worked, and yeah, for what he brings and the value he brings to that offense and, which, and how it affects defenses and having to... And, the, and how guy. it affects Kansas City moving forward. I mean, granted, Kansas City, they scored 35 freaking points, and the, the, Robinson got a touchdown. And uh, eight other receivers <laughs> outside of Hill caught the ball yeah. at some point in this game. He had nine receivers. Yeah. He, it, yeah, I, I, I get it. <laughs> it, it, it but, you it, know, it, I, you, I hate to say that, the, oh, my God, this was the blueprint. This is how they won. And this I'm is how not they saying work. that, but I'm saying no, that it, 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 is, it does show – that when you take Tyreek Hill out of the game, when you effectively eliminate him as much as you possibly can for a guy yeah. like him, it does change how they play, and and it is harder for them to score. Because if Tyreek Hill is in this game, this is a fifty-six to nothing game. <laughs> fifty-six, twenty, twenty-two. You yeah. know, it, it, yeah, you could tell the the game shouldn't have been as close. Yeah. Um, and damn sure it shouldn't have tightened up the way it did in the fourth quarter for all of for whatever reason. <sighs> Andy Reid got went conservative. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it just got conservative and couldn't stop the run. I mean, they because they like I said they didn't have the ball because because that I think that was the, the kind of the ingenious because this is what I really like about John Harbaugh. He is not going to do the conventional thing. You're right. down by twelve. Fourth quarter starts. All right, let's throw the ball. Let's get down the field. Let's let's go score some touchdowns. He said no. We're gonna stick to our guns. We're running the ball, and they did it, and they went, and they still scored touchdowns with it. Right. But they, but what happened was is that you just had uh, Patrick Mahomes just sitting on the bench effectively, and this and it kind of is that whole Belichick attack against uh, Patrick Mahomes is let's run the ball as much as we possibly can. That's what they did in the in the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, Patrick Mahomes needs to sit on the bench for the entire game. Is if he's sitting over there, he can't hurt us. Right. <laughs> let's put him in a corner and let's leave him over there and let's stay on the field as long as we possibly can to get him cold. And that's what they did. And and, and that's that's effectively how they went about the fourth quarter and won the game. And and that I think that was fantastic coaching to be able to 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 have the foresight to say, okay, for one, we need to score touchdowns, obviously, mm-hmm. but two, we need to keep him off the field. So let's let's go with this combo attack and and it, and it worked. It it I I will say it was it was a smart play. They played it right and 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 it got them the win. So congrats to Baltimore, Kansas City. Don't panic. Don't need to hit the panic button yet. <laughs> You're fine. You'll just bounce back next week. Um, yeah. Um. Again, we we talked about they had this first seven weeks was going to be murderers row. Yeah. I said if there was any team that could run the table, it would be them. And th- and that's <laughs> one of the reasons why I was upset at myself because I said it before the season that this was the game that I could see Kansas City losing. But based off of week one, I didn't have the guts to take Baltimore in this game. <laughs> but for uh, for some reason, also I felt like Bal- like this was supposed to be in Kansas City. I don't know what. In my mind, it was supposed to be a Kansas City game. Something told me. I don't know. I think you said it, but I had no idea where it was being played. Yeah. When I seen it was in Baltimore, I'm like, yeah, because the game okay, came here on, we go. and I was like, and then oh. it started, and I'm like, <laughs> cares that they on the road? Man, we got this team, you know. It's like, and then of course the, the defense got got some work to do. This yeah. is what it comes down to. Um, the offense. Just do you even even Just in the you. even in a uh, a freaking um oh my god they got a fumble. Well, okay, defense. If you could have stopped a couple of these things, well, I mean, somewhere it in the also game, comes and, down to that fourth and one, right? <laughs> it's a series you did of a lot that of you things needed to happened. do, and they came down to that play, and right. you just let them go. And okay, one one point loss, and we're just coming off a back to back between Cleveland and now 
Baltimore, which is arguably two teams you're probably going to see in the second and third round of the playoffs. Yeah. You know, if not some other clamoring team waiting, <laughs> ready to, you know, lick, chomping at the bit, ready to get in there like a Tennessee or so, whoever, yeah. you know, Buffalo. Agreed. Bring Buffalo up. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. All right. Uh, I, I just, I'm disappointed. I'll leave it at that. We'll 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 let you sulk about it later. Sulk all uh, next week. I mean, <laughs> today, Tennessee yeah. versus Seattle in Seattle, uh, overtime game. Very exciting game. Uh, got to go watch the replay of this game. So that that was got got to watch it in all of its glory and at twice the speed. Hmm. Um, and yeah, Tennessee's defense. Uh, to me. It needs to be a bit more balanced. Uh, they were very good against the pass rush. Uh, for, their pass rush was very good against Russell Wilson, rather, mm-hmm. um, obviously. And uh, that offensive line for Seattle needs work. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, but their run defense got exposed. Mm. The fact that Seattle was able to to get movement on the offensive line and get uh, Chris Carson out there to make plays you got some that uh, come on we got to figure that out now that's not okay well it's obvious <laughs> inconsistencies going on in tennessee right now <laughs> win or lose i mean right now, it, they're not playing up to their you know to 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 what they have been predicted to do um they're not meeting expectations just thank god they got the 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 win because without oh. that totally different um tuesday regardless of how close going, it was it right. was going to be uh they would have been admonished if they didn't win this game exactly i mean it was like when, the play was not good enough. it was when you know it was literally <laughs> like when to go home like the season's over like it, it was just gonna be doom and gloom until you know you would have to be like okay you're gonna have to win the next four to put them to stop talking you know kind yeah. of thing it was just like not a good start to the season not with all these type of expectations you fell into meet them now you woke up and was able to kind of snag this one away. Tennessee, there's there, there's a problem in Tennessee. Um, we've seen it on both sides of the ball, defensively and offensively. Yep. Um, this this game really can tell the tale for them for the season. It is all it was all culminated in this this game itself. Like, okay, defense finally wakes up in the second half, but yet sleeping giants in the first half, yet. Offensively, they were asleep, and then <laughs> offensively they woke up. You know, it's just like I can't make heads or tails on Tennessee right now. I just I like the talent. I said they were a sneaky good as far as their roster. Yeah. Okay. Sneaky good based on how it, how they built the team. <laughs> what they're putting out on the on the field right now remains to be seen. Like they, you can see they're trying to figure it out as we're going. You yeah. Know? Um. How they were able to beat Seattle? It's let me explain. It's Seattle. Um, <laughs> okay, that beat. Okay. Let's not forget who we did, did all the things, the the pros and cons that we've already established long ago, weeks yeah. ago. That never changed. Months you know, ago. I know Russ was cooking and they was winning, <laughs> but okay, now that they lost, now that gives me the space to just segue into this where with a very little resistance now because. There still are issues here in Seattle because the question is, how the hell did you let them back in the game? I'll tell you how. Go right ahead. <laughs> Seattle offensive line. Again, this is the story. The of, very of thing early... you started out with, like it's one hundred percent. Right, it I... looked good for a moment. Again, I mean, it, you guys didn't hear this because this is take two again. But again, me popping my collar over here. I have been the champion of offensive lines are how you win football games, and. <laughs> All the teams that had a very bad offensive line play outside of Tennessee, who just had a worse offensive line to go up against, is all the teams that lost this week. Yeah. Like, it, it is clear as day that Seattle did nothing to fix what Russell Wilson's biggest complaint was, mm-hmm. and that is the offensive line needs help. And they did not do that. And Tennessee's pass rush, like I said, destroyed Russell Wilson. They were beating him up again and again, and it was not a contest. But their run run defense for Tennessee wasn't there, and that's how 
they really were able to stay in that game. A couple of big plays by Russell Wilson are obviously always going to happen. The Tyler Lockett play uh, in, in a couple of passes here or there. It's going to happen. It's Russell Wilson. You can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you can consistently get pressure on him and continue to hit him and make him uncomfortable, that 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 offense can't get going. And he is the engine of this team. And, man, when you get after him, it, it crumbles. And then the, the whole Derrick Henry second half, that is where Tennessee won the game. When, when, when Derrick Henry was able to tie up the game, Mm-hmm. I, I I said it right then and there. As soon as this is going to overtime, they're winning this game. Tennessee is winning. Hmm. There's no way Seattle, especially if if Tennessee got the the coin toss, no way Seattle was going to be able to win it because they can't get enough enough pressure up front on the offensive line, and and they're they're not able to stop the pass rush. They're, Russell Wilson didn't have enough time to throw the ball down the field. No, <clears throat> didn't have enough space to to run the ball in the second half. Plus. Uh, defensively, they still have those holes that we've been talking about, especially when you lose a guy like KJ Wright and in the middle of the field, he is just not, that. that is a hole. <laughs> and and Derrick Henry is able to expose that. Yeah. So everything that Russell Wilson said he had an issue with, you didn't address, you lose games. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Again, uh, everything looks very promising for Seattle in the first half. And then I don't know, the wheels just fell off and they couldn't stop anything. And then and of course, Kenny King Henry. Yeah, that's um, what he is. King <laughs> came out there. and just absolutely torched the five freaking carries. I'm not even working at the yardage. Yeah. Just, just 30, 35. Just, anything over 25 is insane. That's just letting you know. That's the coach. Just like, till you stop me. I'm just gonna keep rush, shoving this and rushing this right down your throat. If it ain't and broke, don't fix it. I mean, <laughs> literally. I mean, looking at him like we'll call the same play. I'm not even gonna cover my mouth when I call a play. You can't stop it. You know, <laughs> Mike Vrabel's over there looking at just daggers into Pete Carroll. Hey, run! Yeah. He's not even he's not even saying the play. He's just run. I mean, gesture <laughs> the play to him. We're gonna go up the left. You know, like oh, come on, like. <laughs> I mean, but then you get Seattle gets the ball back. I'm like, nothing. Like you said, just no, no offensive line. That's what I'm trying to say. But I'm looking at this. Oh, what happened, Pete Carroll, to the run game? Yeah. You know, 13 for 31 for Carson. I mean, the only thing, the positive I take from that, Carson is not injured. That's the only <laughs> thing I can take from that. Yeah. That we he gets the he lives to play another game. <laughs> but my point being is he I think Pete Carroll has really lost it at this point to some degree. Like he is going to get Russell Wilson and Chris Carson seriously hurt. This is like he is not protecting his players at all. I mean, this is a joke. Thirteen for thirty-one. Alice Collins gets one for twenty-five. Fourteen for fifty-six yards is your your running total for the whole game, and you lose thirty-three thirty. And on the opposite side, your defense gives up a 35 for 182 and three touchdowns. That defensive coordinator, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry to your family, to the children <laughs> no. that you just put up in your in the school and the new house you just signed on. Stop the presses. This man, unfortunately, you need to be fired. Um, that well, is he if they if they if this continues to be the case no. which i think it will be he he will be the scapegoat for Pete carroll and Pete carroll is going to fire him and Pete carroll is going to make it to the end of the season but like i said in the in the nfc west preview show this is going to be russ's final season in seattle based off i asked for the this this and this putting the campaign out here right now man free free <laughs> free russell <laughs> free russell wilson <laughs> And I see you, man. Take please take your talents to South Beach. Literally, I really want to see him in Miami. Well, there's not, now. Now there's three quarterbacks that are going to be up for grabs this offseason. I'm just saying. I mean, I know they were doing a whole big Deshaun Watson thing. Would you rather him be in Miami, or would you honestly? I'd rather see Russ in Denver. No, I like him on South Beach. I just, really? I, I'm just for his sake. Just, I just think he'll be even more effective. You know, now. Mm-hmm. Is that the better team? Eh, that you know, taking the, just putting him on each one as is. 
but the, I guess Denver has a little bit more. To yeah, I feel like Denver has more weapons. But got... I, I just, but I guess I'm like, damn, they really gonna gonna really move on Teddy Bridgewater, I and mean, he's playing well. Everybody seems to continue to just move off Teddy Bridgewater I, I, I again. Get it. Like, like another guy checking the box for me. That's <laughs> the, he's the living, breathing scapegoat. Like, okay, <laughs> thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times this week to me has just made me feel like I am a, a an NFL god because everything that I've been saying has been coming true. <laughs> okay, and that's fine. You know, it's a long season. It is. That is true. It is very early. <laughs> I couldn't be more wrong about most of my takes right now. I'm just like that's why I don't have strong opinion. I'm like, it doesn't matter what I think. Shit, it ain't coming right. It ain't coming to pass. No way. It's just what I think, which is obviously wrong. <laughs> All right. Uh, but moving on. I digress. I just, I, you already know I'm big on Tennessee. I'm huge on, of course, Russell Wilson. But when you put these two together, now I have to be critical of the two. Oh, my God. It was I bad have, all the way around. Thank you. I have so much ridicule for, and, for how and many praise. points were put up. We have a lot of issues with both of these. Teams. Yeah. Like, y'all, yeah, do better, y'all. <laughs> just do better. All the way around. This, this game, uh, the, the score does not indicate the issues that go oh on, on both sides so of the ball. There are so many issues. It, but it's these, bad. But these are but when you make the top 10, I am going to be so critical <laughs> about these teams. And then they make, then they're in a head to head. Yeah, so this is I, I take it for what it is, it, you know. Th- these teams just need to do better. But as you, to your point in Seattle, whew, there is a problem. I mean, and the problem has already been set out, to, and it's, it's already on the course. It's on the water. <laughs> it's sinking. Yeah. I'm just it already started springing a leak. It's we'll be see. warned. Yeah. <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs> Let's be a little bit quicker about oh, sure. these these next games here, because I mean, for your guys's context here listening, we've already made our takes on these. This is our second go around on, on trying to, to to recap these games here, uh, but uh, we can take a little bit of time on this one because we, we really didn't get into it. New Orleans at Carolina, seven for New Orleans, twenty six for Carolina. Sam Darnold's that dude. <laughs> he is a whole new player. Uh, and as I was rudely interrupted, uh, let me get back to what I was talking about, Sam Darnold. The, the, quickly, his stat line before I get into what I really want to talk about with him. 26 for 38, 305 yards, two touchdowns, only one interception. The interception, I will say, was bad. Uh, it was a bad throwaway in the third quarter. Uh, mm-hmm. Just didn't get it to where it was supposed to go. and got picked off. Um, but outside of that, this dude looks so much more confident in this in this system with Matt Rule and the in the weapons that he has and in in the chemistry that he's created with his teammates. This is a completely different player. Uh, he has come out and he just had like I said, it's just exuding confidence with him. To he feels empowered to go out there and just make the plays that he knows that he can make. And it really, in, uh, what I was trying to uh, <laughs> equate it to was there was a play that he had where he was throwing to DJ Moore mm-hmm. right up a seam, right in the middle of the field. He's throwing the ball. God damn it. Phoebe, shut up. Go lay down. Okay. Um. Right. New Orleans at Carolina. New Orleans seven. Carolina twenty six. Again, Sam Darnold is looking like a brand new quarterback, a brand new player, much more confidence. Went out there twenty six for thirty eight, three hundred and five yards, two touchdowns, and a 
in a bad interception, granted, in the third quarter there. But he just looks like a brand new player. He looks like he has the confidence in the world to go out there and lead his team. And he feels looks like he's empowered to just go out there and play instead of being bogged down by a horrible game plan from Adam Gase and really inefficient players uh, outside of, I guess, Robbie Anderson is a whole new player too. But when you get out of that Adam Gase umbrella, these are completely different, different players, completely different quarterback. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. I told you, um, I'll say it again. I, 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 I don't know who this Sam Darnold character is, um, but um, this is an imposter because the one I knew, the one I know of, the one that the real one, you yeah. know. That guy is horrible, you know. So who is this guy? Uh, the real imposter again is Adam Gase. Don't know how this man kept kept getting jobs in the NFL, but he was a shrewd negotiator and he kept kept stealing these jobs from guys. And he stealing careers from these quarterbacks. Yeah, what are you really doing. I mean, <laughs> my gosh, I mean, because to Matt Rule and and I mean any other coaches probably um, yeah. credit at this point that man to you to to take talent and then to capitalize and maximize that. And 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 re and transform it to a winning com you know a winning culmination of 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 what you want to do in your offense and look at this Sam Darnold is a I mean you have no game film no there's no film on this guy yeah Literally. it's not like, it's not you can't the same go player. to the Jets and being like oh so we totally irrelevant it will yes. not help you whatsoever. And I mean, this guy is a refreshingly. I mean, my guy, he is the new Ryan Tannehill. I've been I saying, mean, like, <laughs> literally, I'm talking about for resurrected yeah. careers yeah. of a quarterback based on they had all that hype. They was, you know, oh I'm, my god, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, you know, they underachieved and then got a second chance, and boom, they take off. You know, now I think the, the new candidate that's that that we need to keep a watch out on just a little sidebar, Zach Wilson. But then I'm gonna move, but moving back on. But I just want to say that only because it was a Jets reference. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's next on tap because. Mm. Yeah, that was a bad yeah. game. We don't even have to get into. No, that. no, that was just uh, just that that was it. That was my sidebar. Uh, but no, yes, but he looks. Wonderful. Sam Darnold is again. A, I the only thing you can say is he's a different player. But the thing is, is that this is the the flashes that I was able to see from him in in New York, and I'm happy that 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 this has been the case because. This brings a whole new layer to the to the NFC competition here, because now you have a look, Carolina is now a an actual player in the NFC now because they have very very good uh, quarterback play, right? And and I mean just from what their defense was able to do to Jameis Winston, I mean they were harassing him all day long. And, oh, and I'll let you get into New Orleans and let no, you no, talk no, about no, them. Uh, I mean, I don't have much on them, so it's just it's just a bad game for them all the way around. Uh, but Carolina was able to just create tons of pressure on him. And when the when their offense isn't able to do anything, and your offense is coming out super efficient, super effective every single drive, just constant, constant pressure uh, on the opposition. There's nothing that they were able to do to stop them. No. No, and um. I'm 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 a little worried about it. If I if I'm if I'm a Saints fan right now, I'm I'm very, very concerned. Very concerned about just everything NFL related right now. Cause yeah, I, I hope y'all enjoyed it last week. I, I mean for yeah. what it was worth and I'm saying that even last year last week I was saying like, man. I'm just gonna try to stay in the moment here and enjoy this because I'm like, man, I I can only hope that that was what it was things to come for what Green Bay would have been, but for what New Orleans would have just basically look, we ain't missing a we didn't miss a step. I didn't understand Drew Brees is gone, but we're gonna make a really smooth transition. We we you know we we're gonna be just fine, and that did not happen whatsoever. <clears throat> complete. Complete uh, fallout here with with um New Orleans. Uh, it it just, I mean, from the beginning to the end, um, it was a tale of two teams from one week to the next. Um, the team we seen last week, remember we they were displaced. They haven't been home. They're on the road. They're on a neutral site. You know, um, yeah. This week, 
more of the same, same scenario, but completely different output in game, you know, and in, in outcome. And now, like, okay, now we have no idea what New Orleans is, right? <laughs> but I could say this: I do know who Jameis Winston is. That is the <sighs> I. Unfortunately, the one thing I did find as a common denominator was the one thing I did not want to see. And this, this guy cannot throw for two hundred yards. Like. I, I don't know what's going on in the past game. I and, understand that there's injuries, and I understand that there's this is a changing of the guard. And, and however, that was my question coming out of last week, and I, I, I know I didn't say it on the show, was the fact that he only was able to muster up 141 yards or whatever the the exact number was against Green Bay and five touchdowns. I I I guess on the show I did just chop it up to the fact that they had short field position. Uh, again and again because the defense kept creating turnovers, and we did also throw it into this week one bag yeah. type thing. And, and but I think this is actually going to, like you said, be an actual problem. Is him throwing for two hundred yards after seeing another game? And yeah, I'm like okay, one hundred and eleven yards on twenty two pass attempts. That's not enough. No, um, I mean, damn, we was we were ridiculing this dude for thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions, and I'm yeah, like, dude, I mean. I don't even think you can throw 30 interceptions throwing the way you're throwing. You know, it's like, that's great, but that's not good. Yeah. And all at the same time. Well, because that was the other that was the other proponent to Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay and, and his upside is that, oh, yeah, but he, we want to keep a, admonishing him for 30 for 30, but then he also threw for 5,000 yards. He is nowhere near on pace for 5,000 yards. Damn, oh, God. <laughs> pace for 500 yards. Gosh, I mean, he only threw 111 yards more than us. Yeah. <laughs> y'all would let that sink in. And, and you all listening, and he only threw 111 yards more than us. He threw for 20 yards less than how bad Aaron Rodgers played last week. Right. To tack on no touchdown passes. And two interceptions. And sacked four times. <laughs> that QBR rating, 21.6. Epic fail. Free Taysom. No, I'm stop. I'm just gonna stop. I've been watching too much Matthew Barry version. Gotcha. So that's that's gotcha. where all this is coming from. Moving on. Um, but yeah, so this whole they, they're displaced and they're on the road and you know, y'all just go home. Just j- this project. Well, we'll get into it in a second. Yeah, they can't just, go home now. So uh, oh we'll, God. we'll get into it you, in the next Whatever segment. home needs to be, <laughs> figure it out and please go and find some sense of you know, you know what I'm saying? Some, 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 some sense of peace and comfort. And, and they just, I think it will even are, out in the second half because they don't have very many home games anyway at the beginning of the season. They're going to be bouncing around so much. Once they do get those two, three week stints at home, you're going to see a much different team. I, I'm hoping because I really would like to see a good Saints team uh, put out a good product on the field. Um, but it, this is, but I, I think this game is way more about Carolina than it is I about wanna New Orleans. I want to say it is, but I, and, uh, which is fine. And I'm just going to conclude. If New Orleans is going to be anything of relevance this year, let us start to look ahead. It's going to come in the second half of the season. Oh, this yeah. first half is going to be ugly. Look, they're way down on my um, power rankings right now. They 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 are falling and falling fast. Yeah. You know, and... Just watching this, this, this and that, that, just watching this, this offensive output from, and that was just like, no, 111 yards. This is back to back weeks. I mean, I, I can line up probably 20 to 25 quarterbacks who outplayed y'all offense, y'all offensive pass, uh, passing um, game in one, in week one alone. If, and your combined two weeks, you have just put up a couple, you know, 200 plus yards. That's it, you yeah. know, and, <laughs> yeah um <laughs> new orleans i am completely out on this team this i had them like as a probably a one of those borderline tough outs in the nfc this year until until until, until peyton, i see something different from Jameis winston i'm not going to right to, to, and, and peyton is gonna have to turn this around if he doesn't until i see anything some significant changes here I don't care who you bring over there. They have to be more effective in the past back, game. You, you you know? cannot be this. You cannot be this inefficient with the football. You just can't be. And then we'll leave it at that. I mean, yeah. this that that is going to be the key as New Orleans moving forward. They need to figure out what the heck they're doing in the passing game. 
Yeah. Um, agreed. Agreed. And yeah. also what they're doing with Alvin Kamara, but that's that's a whole another can of worms. Um, Vegas at Tampa, at Tampa, Pittsburgh. Uh, they win this one 26-17. Another one I got right here. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Their it's problems. Not another one you got right. It's just another one I got right. <laughs> just a little bit more correct there. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, Pittsburgh, though, clearly, clearly has an offensive line issue. Um, and, and that is going to be the case for this entire season. There, there, there's nothing that they can do to fix it, I don't think. I mean, it can only go down from here, technically. I mean, I don't know who they're going to be able to sign that's going to help fix their woes here. I don't think there's anybody out there. So they have some real bad issues uh, up front that, that are going to cause problems for their offense. Uh, defensively, they're they're mostly solid. I mean, you only gave up 26 points. I mean, it wasn't it, w- it wasn't a horrible effort from from, <laughs> from the defense, but there's just nothing you can do. Uh, especially when your when your offense isn't able to sustain any drives. Yeah. So it was just a really sad output. Output, um, like you said, defense didn't play horrible, but when the offense is just non-existent. Unfortunately, it's just going to be a bad reflection of the rest of this trickle-down effect. So, yeah. I mean, if, that, if anything, I guess that's the only bright spot we can say they only scored 26 yeah. points. I mean... And they kind of held CMC kind of in check. You know, you know CMC doesn't play on this team. Uh-huh. CMC does not play on this on this Vegas team. Oh, well, I'm going to move back over. <laughs> I went back to the... Why am I still thinking? See, I'm I'm still thinking about the Panthers. Yeah. Wow, I never moved like mentally. I hear you talking, and I'm like, I'm still thinking about what the Panthers. That team, that game was horrible. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go back to that, but that's I just never got off the game. I'm Very just, good. With whoo, that being the case, <laughs> with that being the case, I'm sorry, Vegas though. I'm back. I, I'm. I'm, I liked what I saw from the defense. I think that John Gruden has sneakily created a a a very good pass rush for one, but two a a, a, a secondary that can definitely compete and in, in stay in games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not. I'm going to say this: Vegas's defense isn't ever going to be the reason that they lose. I don't think. Um, hmm. Now, offensively, though, they need to be a more efficient in plus territory. Um, they've had they had six scoring drives. Four of them ended in field goals, um, and and four all four of their field goals were within thirty yards. So you got to be able when you get close to, to the to the goal line, let's put it over the top. Especially when you have a uh, have a drive that gets all the way to the fifteen, you're that close. You got to score. We got to be able to punch it in. Vegas, if they do want to stay on top of the AFC, that's going to be their key. We got to figure out how to be more efficient in plus territory. Yes, <clears throat> agreed. Um, all right, quickly, two more games to talk about one. I want to spend a little bit more time on. So we'll start with the other one, Cincinnati, uh, taking on Chicago. They, they dropped this game. Chicago wins 17 to 20. Um, yeah, Chicago's offense gets off to a good start, but they need to be better at finishing, not just drives, but games as a whole. Um, Andy Dalton had the early touchdown gets injured kind of a weird game so let's just take that say the least take that with a grain of salt he gets hurt he justin fields comes in then justin fields gets pulled out and andy dalton comes back in then andy dalton can't finish so they they pull him back out and they put justin fields back in ain't that just fitting for chicago again weird weird is is the is the the, as much pomp and (laughs) circumstances we were just waiting for that glorious day that justin fields is just gonna sashay onto that field and we get this this, no, like, it was. Is this, the, is this the Justin Fields launch date? You know, like we don't know no. what the hell we was looking. I at. mean, technically, even with that win, that's technically not a Justin Fields win. That's an Andy Dalton win. Uh, so it's almost like a relief pitch. You yeah, know, like <laughs> man, you didn't kind of. You don't get the save. You know. Yeah, no, he doesn't get. There's no stat that gets connected to him for this for this game except for his interception. <sighs> uh, this <laughs> is so fitting for Chicago. Like, yeah, exactly. Like Justin Fields is on the field, and I am. I'm indifferent, but you, uh, it just was an indifference in the, in the atmosphere. Like, what the hell is going on here? I'm like, I do got injured, and I'm not even feeling bad about his injury. I'm just feeling bad. Like, are you gonna like finish playing or? Well, it's just because we they because they trotted him back out there, now? and I was just like, okay, this is a weird, 
why would you put him back out there if he because he clearly was hobbled like he, he did not look good on the field so I mean, just like asked him could he go he's like you know Andy Dalton is sorry trainers I can see this dude can't walk let's pull him like <laughs> He can't stand well, on his plant limping. leg. He, he was, can't he was stand on Hold his on. plant leg. He was leg. limping when he when he when he when he said he can go, and then he got hit again, and then he couldn't walk. Now 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 <laughs> that's when he's out. I okay. mean, I get it. You know, Fine. So. All right. No. I know he was one you know one foot already out the door, but I mean, <laughs> but, I guess that look. Full disclosure, Matt Nagy could be like, I did everything possible. And I exhausted all of my options. <laughs> that, that's here. what it was. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, when Justin Fields comes in. <laughs> Uh, I will say critique wise, this is where I, and I've said this before, this is where I understand Matt Nagy saying he needs more time mm-hmm. because you have a very bad interception uh, that let Cincinnati back into the game for one, but then even kind of more, even smaller situation that happened is there was this weird wheel uh, kind of flare route that David Montgomery does within the, within the 10 yard line. Mm-hmm linebacker just freezes and forgets that David Montgomery is the the featured guy on this offense and just lets him go while the rest of the rest of the defense is going to the left David Montgomery to the right of the field is just completely wide open has at least seven yards of green grass in front of him uh to to make it into the end zone and as long as just Justin Fields just takes that quick look just to make sure mm-hmm. he would have saw that and been able to dump that off. That would have been a touchdown right there. I think that drive ended in a field goal. So that's where you get this weird kind of conundrum. It was just like, man, like, yeah, you guys got all the way down there, but man, you got to be able to finish that off because he is wide open and and you just need to be able to make that read. And so I, that comes with a little bit more reps, more game reps, live action. I'm, almost certain they saw that in game film and was able and were able to kind of clean that up and tell him, Hey, like we got everybody going this way. This guy is lost. He is on an Island. Get him the ball. Let him go make a play right? Um, type of situation. Um, so those are some of the things that we need to see better from Justin Fields, but man, that defense, that is the defense that I, that I, that I know. <laughs> from, from Chicago. They were great stout in the first half and they, and they, they were just playing solid football in the first half. And then in the second half, the turnover city, four turnovers in the second half, a fumble recovery and three, three interceptions. Roquan mm-hmm. Smith with a pick six all around, just a great day for the, for the defense that that is, that's one of those days where just everything is going right defensively. Yeah. <laughs> the Bears, they, they look good. I mean, they were able to put, you know, it looked good in the game. I mean, I'm saying that to say they didn't look bad against the Rams last week either. Um, yeah, they came up short. There were some glaring things that needed to be addressed, but they had a much better outing. Yes, is Cincinnati a lesser team? Sure. However, they're not a pushover. And yeah. um, and up until the fourth quarter, I thought they looked almost flawless. For me, for three quarters, I thought they were – I mean, looked as good as any team out here in the NFL. Fourth quarter, not so much, you know, um, the Cincinnati's offense got going a little bit, and I was a little worried about that for a second because it's just – and that's what I, – I call these mental breakdowns that this defense has, especially that defensive backfield. It's just – Yeah. It's monumentally just mental things that just costing you 60, ch- just chunk yard plays at a time. And it's like – these momentum swings are just you, we take that eliminate that. I mean, man, you two three extra wins automatically to your to your to your record this year. You know, it's just clean these mental mistakes up. Um, but man, Chicago looks. I mean, they're that team, man. They, 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 let's stop. Let, let's stop acting like they wasn't a playoff team last year. I granted, yeah, they backed into the playoffs. Who cares? They were in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, because I mean, once because. You go all across the country and talk to Arizona. Well, you just missed the playoffs. Why? Because you lost. You know, it's you lost and didn't get in. They lost and got in. What? What? You know, <laughs> it, it's it is what it is. You know, but the point being is, you know, um, they looked they they looked much better. You know, like for at least for five to six hours. You know, no, no, not five. About three and a half, four yeah. hours. They were number in first place. So, <laughs> oh yeah, in first yeah. place. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, um. But uh, yeah, 
no, I mean, weird team. Not, there's I, not I mean, much we, to, more to say it, about it just, them. It was just a weird it's game. It's a lot of weirdness going on. I, we went into it in our first take. I've been trying to figure out how to talk around what we already talked no, about. No, it's simply but, just Chicago is in a weird state. They have an injured quarterback. We want to Justin Fields to be what we want him to be, but we know, I think as a fan base, we know based off of what we saw, Justin Fields needs a couple of more weeks still. Now, not to say that he can't learn it on the fly. We would just much rather it not be against Cleveland's defense. Right. So that's the weird conundrum. And and that's, I mean, that's all you have to say about Chicago. They're just in a weird spot with their quarterbacks as it stands right now. For anybody saying that they should throw in Nick Foles, get out. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati-wise, though, just a rough day for Joe Burrow. Um, and they just need to focus on ball security. I mean, they, they've got a lot to learn. Uh, so they're a young team. So... Ball security, four turnovers can't happen. You're you're never gonna win a game with four, four turnovers. I, I don't. It's, it's physically impossible. So there's just way too many uh, possessions you're just giving away there. Um, to wrap things up for week two, though, let's talk Rams, Indianapolis. I'm gonna be quick because I really just have a point to make about Indianapolis's right. offensive line compa- as compared to Carson Wentz. I'll let you talk about the Rams. Um, but I got this text. Not going to say who from, Go ahead. but I'll read it to you guys and let you guys laugh at this man. Uh, I told you once again, Carson Wentz is trash. BS. Uh, injured again, as always. Fair. He will be exposed this season because the Colts may, may not even make the playoffs. The AFC is tough. That is, that, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> right. He is total trash. Lies. That is where we're going to leave that the the the, the text of where my my passion for for this take comes. Okay. Carson Wentz clearly with regular stats and advanced analytics is clearly not the reason why they lost this game. Outside of the fact that this man got injured in the fourth quarter and wasn't able to finish the game, not his fault that he was not 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 able to to finish this game, in my opinion, because let's start with Carson Wentz's stat line. It's just general run of the mill. 20 for 31. Solid. 247 uh, in passing yards. Solid. A touchdown and an interception. I've, the interception to me. I, I've stated it before. I feel like that was an offensive line interception mm-hmm. and I am counting interceptions completely different this year. Like I'm not even going to, I, obviously the stats are going to mark him down as a Carson Wentz interception, but I am going to give context with every interception that we talk about <laughs> because there, there are interceptions that are not the quarterback's fault. Right. And I feel like this one was not, I feel like this was the offensive line on this weird kind of screen shovel pass that they were trying to run to try to create some confusion up front. The, the offensive line clearly got confused and forgot to block like six guys. Hmm. And the ball just was able to get snatched out of the air as he was trying to get it to the tight end, Jack Doyle. So that one should he, maybe he shouldn't have thrown it. It could, it, there is some blame on Carson Wentz's cause to me. If I'm standing there in that situation, I'm looking at it. I'm like, nah, screw it. I'm just going to try to run it see how many yards I can get. And hopefully I fall into the end zone, but <laughs> fine. Maybe it was a bad decision to throw that. That might be tied into his bad throw percentage, which I'll get into in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but fine, if that's the case, I'll take it. But offensive line wise, you have you you just allowed the the off the defensive line to just sit there and just watch the play develop instead of getting in their faces, making contact, making them uncomfortable, and not making not let not making them make the decision on if they're going to rush or if they're going to drop back in coverage. They they just did not do that at all. They, there was no push up front. There was the, there was just all around offensive line that was a bad play. But I'll leave it at that. <laughs> offensive line wise, analytically, not just eye test. This what we've hyped them up. We thought this was going to be one of the top ten offensive lines in football. Right. Turns out. This is an offensive line creating the top 10 in QB pressures. And for anybody telling me that Carson Wentz is the reason why this offensive line is bad, 
I don't understand that argument. He, he, again and again, has the least amount of, has one of the least amount of times in the pocket of any quarterback in the NFL. The only only players worse than him. They they again are just where we go in and we say yes, these are bad offensive lines. Carson Wentz it has a, an offensive line that we keep propping up as one of the best, and he has less than 1.4 seconds in the pocket. Mm-hmm. That That is top 10 worst in the, in the NFL right there. On top of the fact that if we're going to just say Carson Wentz just isn't that guy, he just isn't able to make good decisions, uh, and his brain is just that broken from what we were talking about him in Philly and the reason why he's in Indianapolis in the first place, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to debunk that for you in a second right here, right now, with his bad throw percentage and his bad decision-making. 9.1% of his throws are bad. That is tied with Patrick Mahomes. That is better than Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger, and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Quit telling me Carson Wentz is the issue. <laughs> it's not him. Outside of the fact that he... If you want to say again, and I've said this before, if you want to say Carson Wentz, you don't you don't want to take him for your starting quarterback because he can't stay in he can't he can't stay healthy. Fine, his injuries are a problem, and I will and I will grant you that statement. Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. You don't know football, right? Get case in point, and I'll just say the person's name. You get the reference. <clears throat> But taking the same scenario and the guy gets the same ridicule to some degree for different reasons, Jimmy Garoppolo. Not a bad quarterback. Thank you. Never been talked, never even been stated as a bad quarterback, and yet gets the same label, has been, you know, ridiculed for the exact same things. Yet that stigma does not stick with him. But but again, that's why I had to but with Carson Wentz, because of this. Several years ago, that hype and where you know he got he 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 got too close to the sun, and and his wings got got scorched, and now people cannot look at they only look at him in that lens. And I'm like, okay, first of all, let's put him in his proper tier. That was an and insanely. It, good, do you do you remember that team? I re, I don't do get me wrong. <laughs> all I'm saying is, he's not in that situation. He's not that guy. All of that is different now. And all I'm saying is, when Carson Wentz is not being getting to get been has not been getting assessed properly for who he is. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad quarterback. Like I said, he's a very good quarterback. Um, he's not the greatest. He's not yeah. top ten. You know, I mean, he top he could be arguably top twenty. You know, on the back end of it, but he's still he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not the worst thing walking around. I, I, there's a few. There's quite a few starting quarterbacks that I probably would turn my nose up even to him. And you know, I'm not even big on Carson yeah. Wentz. But the point is, numbers don't lie. You know, and his for what his team, he's gotten a, a nice, balanced team here. It, minus this, this suspect offensive line we're dealing with right now, um, which is also affecting his run game. Fantasy thing. You know? <laughs> um, he has John J- Jonathan Taylor people, yes, folks. Several <laughs> leagues, several leagues, several leagues. So, um, I, mean, I escaped. I have not felt yeah. the effects, but it's going. That's 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 a mounting problem. It yeah. just can't keep happening. So, um, it's it's more like I was saying. It's just like the only the way the reason why I can deal with a Carson Wentz and a Carson Wentz subject now is because I had to disconnect the hype from the man. Now that that's gone, take him for what he is. Okay, you know I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's Jimmy Garoppolo or he's better or worse than him. All I'm saying is take that as the same example. I, I use him and look at him the exact same way and, and, and you know, um, analyze it all the same way. Try to be as unbiased as possible. Just taking what he did and put what he's done on the field, what his number stated. And this is what this translates into. That's all it really is. Now, to the, to the text, man, we I'm, I'm going to need a definition of what trash is because <laughs> Based on that definition, you just told me Jimmy Garoppolo is trash. And I'm like, I beg to differ because the man only, all he does is win. So uh, if trash means winning, I'll take trash any day, you know. It, it twice doesn't on make Sundays, any sense you know? to say that this man is, is, 
you have to he is not the sold yes qbs put a they are the biggest proponent as to wins and losses fine they they definitely i know that as a bears fan i know what a quarterback can do for you but when it comes down to truly being a good team and and looking good on the field that is a whole collection of things hey ben roethlisberger would kill for a better offensive line right now like, come on. Like Russell Wilson, oh my god, he would he would be uh, we would be talking about him in the MVP race right now if if he had a better offensive line. But at the end of the day, offensive lines are very very they they control the game to me. If your offensive line is able to get pressure get get a push up front for the run game, protect you as a QB, give you more than 2 seconds to throw the damn ball in the pocket, in a clean pocket, and can we, not that it's not even an elephant in a room, can we just discuss the very thing we not discussing? What's that? Who's they, who's the, who did they lose to this week? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> it's the freaking Rams. I mean, They like, had a very tough schedule on top of the fact that the offensive line has not got, gotten back up to speed to what we thought they were going to be. I mean, it's damn, not... they only lost by three. I'm and like, they were in the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. It's like, this wasn't a horrible game. It, it's it, Someone had to lose. Indianapolis lost in a close one. If anything, it, show, it, it tells me just as much. It tells me even more about this team. This team is on the cusp. They're right there. And I'm saying that if you can't see that, oh, they couldn't beat the Rams. But who has so far? You know, I mean, only I mean once games. we see, I, I, I'm not going to... At the end of the day, I need to see this offensive line with Eric Fisher and a fully healthy Quentin Williams. Right. Because clearly the left side is just getting demolished. Again, this is the second week in a row. The left side has just completely crumbled multiple times in the game. Mm-hmm. Creating, I, th- I think the stat again is 28% of uh, Carson Wentz's dropbacks. Out of his 31 dropbacks, 28% of them, he was pressured on. Mm. like that is and again that is another stat that is a top 10 in qb pressures uh in the nfl right now like that is it is just not good enough you you need to be better uh, offensive line wise up front protecting your asset and and a guy that clearly is not broken because again 20 for 31 247 in a touchdown that is even with the interception that's not bad right that is a very solid game. That's a very solid week. And if the other things around you are working, that usually, and you're not going against one of the best teams in the NFC, right. <laughs> you, that usually translates into a win. It does. And we should just leave it at that. Um, All right. Man, we, I mean, get it. It's, look, sound analytics. Let's just move on. <laughs> I am going to always come back with facts. You want to keep coming at me with these villains just and, and opinions yeah you know that's you, you need to give me a real reason as to why you feel that he is trash like i test wise if you want to say that he's trash i don't agree with that because the eye test that i saw carson Wentz played a fantastic game actually put it in the comments please explain to me and give me some real concrete evidence as to why he's trash not just they lost the game that's not his fault clearly right oh and he, oh, and he got injured it's the freaking Rams. That's all I'm throwing out there. 28% of the times he was pressured, and he had both of his ankles sprained. What do you want him to do? I'm going to say, it's <laughs> not the Rams, like, arguably top two, top three defense, if not number one defense in the league. Pass right? rush-wise, even. That's all I'm getting. I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's... Uh, okay, I'm not going to sneeze at that, you know, but... Uh, it's Aaron freaking Donald. What do you want me to do? No, that's not... <laughs> so, I'm, like... I'm, I'm just saying, it's like, that's there's some glaring... Um, Factors that was left out of this, yeah. You know this this view, <laughs> which opinion. But moving on. 